0: Welcome to Danny Houlihan's Irish Experience podcast. Join Danny on a journey through the historical island of Ireland, its people and the wild Atlantic Way, which is Ireland's last frontier. Experience the music and the culture that makes up the longest coastal driving route in the world. Now, please welcome your host, Danny Houlihan. fata, go an Atlantic <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Wild Atlantic Way and Danny Houlihan's Irish Experience Show. I hope you're all keeping well and safe, my friends. And if you have just joined me for the first time, welcome to you all. And I hope you'll enjoy the research and the hidden places of the Wild Atlantic Way with a tune or two from my music. Our studio of Olive Wininaowen, on the Shonana Kounde Kiri, from the banks of the Shannon River. As this episode goes out, it leads the series going over 50 episodes worldwide. So we are on the journey towards the next 50 and more adventures here within the landscape of ancient Ayrn. Don't forget, you are all welcome to join in and comment and keep an eye on my YouTube channel as I will post a visual of the places I will visit which I will cover during the year. On April 16th of this year, I travelled out on a very fine sunny blue sky day along the Wild Atlantic Way several miles beyond Ballylongford on the outskirts of Tabor, County Kerry, Ireland to a special place another place I recommend to you all as Wild Atlantic Way champion to experience and soak up the atmosphere. Kilnocton Church, North Kerry. Location of the church is in the old townland of Caruna, in the old barony of Erock North Kerry, Ireland. I have, during my research, consulted Ordnance Survey Sheets of the Area, Discovery Series 150, Ordnance Survey, First Edition, 1841 map, sheet 003, and from this map, I can see the Glebe lands mentioned. Also, Ordnance Survey Sheet, Second Edition, 25-inch, 1896, sheet 003, This gives us an insight into the area. Also, Google maps give us an overhead view of the church and the surrounding area where the old tarman was located. Now gone, but the land shows a few crop marks from the air. The name Kill means a cell or church of Nocton. Again, like other places in North Kerry, was an early mission. Names now gone but their missions were significant in that a church was later built on the original site. I noticed that the site falls off towards where the present road is, but once you remember that way back in antiquity of the Tarman, or settlement, the area, there was no roads, but was covered with a dense covering of trees. So whatever early mission was there, it was well concealed with the covering of the trees and the natural environment. The church that remains today has been assigned to the medieval period of building in Ireland and stood on a former site of another church, a practice which was very common in Ireland in those times. What is a tarman? This was a place, location in Irish society of the day where the rites of sanctuary prevailed and is connected with early Irish monastic sites. Also boundary markers has been said and crossings were interwoven within the tarman. The earlier site of Kilnocton was located on what is called a tarman, as the aforesaid mentioned. A site given or allocated by the ruling clan, here the O'Connors, as a place where religion could be practised, this tarman was in operation until the 12th to 13th centuries, according to historians, and later was incorporated into the Diocese of Limerick. Later in its history, at some period, The church was reused as a Protestant place of worship, again another part of our rich history in the North Kerry area. One local story that was related to me was that the roof of the old church and the bell were used in the building of the new Protestant church in Tarbert, part of our rich heritage and culture. John O'Donovan, famed antiquarian and writer of history, visited Kilnockton in the 1800s and he is a good source of reference and described many, many architectural features of our North area, including Tarbert. Quote Is an Irish, Kilnocton, which signifies the Church of St. Nocton, to whom a holy well called Tubber Nocton and is situated in the townland of Cockhill is dedicated. But I could gather nothing to prove which of the many saints of the Irish calendar he was. Unquote. The old church called Kilnocton is situated in the glebe of the parish, about one and a half miles to the west of the village of Tarbert, He goes on to mention the state of the church at that time. Quote, its walls are in good preservation and not more than four centuries old, but there can be no doubt that the present building occupies the site of a much ancient church, unquote. The construction of the church was paid a mention. It was built of hammered stones, cemented with lime, and sand martyr. He goes on to state that the church was not divided like others into nave and choir, and pays a mention to the east window, which was of considerable size, formed of cut stone, and some pointed style. Dimensions of the church he measured at that time were 85.9 feet in length and 20 feet in breadth the walls are three foot four inches thick. Note, there is no description of an effigy on the East Gable. Was it covered in ivy when he visited the church? Such an item would have aroused his attention. Also, there was a standing stone sited in the area, but was moved to a museum in England. Why? Was there famous Oum writing on it? The main doorway of Kenocton Church has a beautifully designed canopy, one could describe it as a canopy, which shaded the doorway of the church when it was raining. I could just imagine the large wooden door closing behind me as I walked through the arch and under the doorframe. On the bottom left-hand corner of the door, as I walked through, there is a cutstone located with the name of an individual. I'll deal with that in another episode. To my right is a cut stone ornate stoop or water font. I put my hand slowly into the font to imagine what it felt like way back in antiquity when it was full of holy water. Part of our history, a part of our culture. On entering the ruins of the old church, which stands testament to our ancestors, one can see that in its lifetime there were many additions to it and the reuse of other building materials from other older structures that were in the area. Even one can see where accommodation was located there at one time. I could see cut stone carbels projecting from the structure which held up the large oak beams that spanned the old church. Also I could see where the old lofts were and the storage cupboards constructed of stone. Turning from a west to the east window which is ornate in its design, To the right of this, I should say, the level of the church grounds is much higher today due to burials over the years. There is a scenic foil piscine at surface level. Originally, it would have been at a much higher level. To the left of the window of this unique artefact of our past, I could see a half shelf that projects from the wall, constructed of stone, called an ombre, Again, this is in great condition despite the church not having a roof to this day. The chancel of the church faces in a westerly direction. One can see many stages of its development in the church which spanned hundreds of years. The interior of the church, there are many graves which are interred there. And as I said, the floor is of a much higher level than it was originally. Looking up at the east window, one can see some of the lime and mortar, cement and plaster that's still there to this day So the church at one time was completely plastered inside. One should know this when one visits Kilnocton. On the exterior of the church, one of the windows has an outlet for water. So this church was in daily use and it was lived in. The condition of the grounds surrounding Kilnocton are very good and very well kept by the locality, I should say. Even a mass house had been erected at the entrance for the celebration of mass there. The graveyard has been cleaned up with gravel which highlights the headstones and tombstones. There are older markers there obviously but are below the ground level thus they are preserved. There is a car park in front of the church and graveyard where you can park your bike, car or scooter and take a visit to this priceless church ruins. I recommend a visit to Kilnocton Church as the Wild Atlantic Way Champion. It is special. Especially when you are on holiday here in the locality or either visiting from around the world or indeed crossing the Kilimart to Tarbert Carferry which daily crosses the majestic Shannon Estuary each day. On arriving in Tarbert slow down and experience the scenic drive along the road that leads from the Carferry to your right you'll see the Tabard Bridewell Visitor Centre, a place of unique history of culture, covering the history of an Irish jail during the 1800s. I will cover the Tabard Bridewell in another episode. On the day I was at Kilnocton Church, I paid a visit to the Bridewell Centre and had a lovely cup of tea there. It's another Irish experience. Danny Houlihan recommends it. Leaving here, take a right not a left, and follow the coastline, which is the wild Atlantic Way route which skirts the coastline. A mile and a half out the road and to your left is Kenochtan Church. Tarbert is a special place for our local history, in fact steeped in our local history. And another place I have played my pipes. In fact, my first booking on the famous bagpipes I played there was for the unveiling of a monument to those who were lost on the River Shannon many, many moons ago. In a boating accident. I also had the honour of winning my first county flan, Tarbert. So I have very happy memories of the place and the people who always give Danny Hoolhan a welcome. When I am there, Tarbert is a lovely place to stop off and stay. History-wise again, it's steeped in history and culture. I won't spoil another episode, so keep listening. I will be back to Tarbert. So please, keep this in mind. My Irish experience is what I feel when I visit these places. It's truly a feast to the senses. I can reach out and touch what remains of the past and experience an atmosphere around these special places. Then combining this, I add the taste of the history, music and the research. My research is ongoing. It will take years to finish and will be updated accordingly as time goes on. If you would like to support my research, which is on an ongoing basis, and podcast series, why not buy me a coffee? This will be used to update my research and equipment. I will give everyone who contributes a shout-out in my series. Just click on the link below to support me in any way, big or small, thank you. That's buymeacoffee.com forward slash From the banks of the Shannon River, I say slán. Bye for listening to our show through its people its heritage and its rugged coastline this is truly danny hulaghan's irish experience bye for now